all these young people today. They don't want to be called kids anymore, but that's okay. How's your prayer life? How's your prayer life? You do have a prayer life, don't you? Do you think you're too young to have a prayer life? Let me tell you something. If I needed prayer, the people that I would want to be praying for me the most are you. The Lord hears your prayers. And maybe you don't know that we count on you to pray for us. Don Paxton is the pastor at Rosedale Baptist Church, and I heard him tell this story one time, and it's just in my brain. He said that he was a grown man, and he'd never come to know the Lord, and, and his family were all Christians, and they were really concerned, really concerned about him. And Don worked for an ambulance service, and his ambulance service would go pick up people and, and take them to the hospital. Sometimes they had to go for dialysis, you know, two or three days a week, and he really got to know those people. And he said there was a woman that was in a wheelchair. She she couldn't walk. He said they transported her several days a week, and he said, as I began to transport her and get to know her, she one day she said, Don, do you know the Lord? And he said, well, no, ma'am, I don't. And and she said, you, you need to meet Jesus. He said, I know, I know, I know all about Jesus. I just don't want that right now. She said, I'm going to be praying for you. Well, lo and behold, one day in the church service, the Lord spoke to Don Paxton, and, and Don surrendered his life and his heart to the Lord, and he got saved. And he said, you know, I just couldn't wait to get back to her house to tell her that I'd come to know the Lord. He says, so I got there that, that day, and, and I went in, and, and, and I said, Miss so-and-so, he said, I, I came to know Jesus. I couldn't wait to get here to tell you. He said, I'm saved. And she just started praising the Lord. She said, Don, I want to show you something. And she rolled her wheelchair over to a door. And she opened that door. And she looked and she showed Don. It was an empty closet. And all over the walls of that closet, there were names. She said, every day I roll my wheelchair in that closet. And I pray for the names on that wall. Look, Don, there's your name. I've been praying for this day to come when you'd come to know Jesus. He didn't even know she was praying. Sometimes you're going to need prayer. Sometimes you're going to be too weak to, to pray for yourself. One day years ago, I was so sick. It had gone on for a really long time, and I was tired of it. It had worn me down mentally and physically and emotionally, and I was at work, and I thought, I'm not going to make it through this day. And I need somebody to pray for me. And I thought, who's at home today that could pray for me all day long to get me through this day? And I thought about Miss Anna Lou Allison. And I called Miss Anna Lou and I said, I'm not going to make it today, Miss Anna Lou. And I just need somebody to pray for me. She said, Precious Lamb, you just bow your head right now. I'm going to pray for you on this phone. And I did right there at my desk. And she prayed and she prayed and she prayed. She said, now you go do what you need to do. I'm going to pray you through it. And I went back to work, and I felt her prayers. I, I knew. I knew she was praying, and it changed my day. Prayer is so important, and you can do it. 
you may think you're too little, that people are counting on you, and I'm counting on you. Um, we're not going to go straight back to Children's Church this morning. We're going to do something a little different because Miss Gracie's going to sing this morning. And I said this morning, Miss Gracie, I'll pray for you. And and we're going to stay in here. As soon as Gracie finishes singing, we'll go back to Children's Church. And we're going to make prayer lists for you. People who need your prayers and things that you need to pray for. We're just going to continue this right on in Children's Church. But we'll stay in here. And while Miss Gracie sings... We're going to pray, but I want you to understand your prayers are so important. And I I want you to experience that this morning. I I do. I'm going to ask our pastor to come and sit in this chair. Look at his sweet arm. You know something he needs prayer for, don't you? It's obvious. I'd like for you all to come. I'd like for you young people to come join us. Oh, they look so shocked. I wish you could see their faces. <laughs> Please come right here. Just stand. It won't hurt, I promise. Yeah, why don't you come right here. Pastor Todd, what do you want these children and young people to pray for you this morning? That sounds good. Pray for that I'll heal right. <laughs> be a good thing. And pray that God will will help me this morning as I try to speak. Put your hands on them. Just wherever you can touch them. Okay, now I want you to pray as I pray. Father God. I feel the prayers of these children. Thank you, Lord, for these children. Thank you that they're here today. Thank you for their sweethearts that are turned to you. And I know right now they're lifting their pastor up to you. Heavenly Father, before Todd is our pastor, he's a father. And he's a husband. And we ask you to bless him in those areas of his life that you give him great wisdom and great strength and patience. I just pray, Lord, that that you'd use him first in his home. And then, Lord, I pray that in this church that you'll just strengthen him and embolden him and, and give him the messages and, and give him the words and give him the Holy Spirit. Uh, I pray that he'd feel your presence such as he never has before. I pray that you bless him this morning as he speaks. I pray that he would... Feel the Holy Spirit through the hands of these children right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this moment. Thank you for this day. Fill our church. Make us more like you. In Jesus' name, amen.